Guys, we have to do something different. We ready? Yay, yay! When you're right, you're right. I'm just a publicist. What the f*** do I know? Are you going to the gym today? Yes, we, we do, do need the doubling line. We be clubbing? AIC Hotel Group Productions. Yeah, you send an email to payroll. We be clubbing? You can go home now. Oh, boy. I'm just trying to reach gold status. We be This job sucks. Welcome to the This Job Sucks podcast. I am here with AIC Hotel Group. For those of you who don't know, AIC Hotel Group actually came from the all-inclusive collection who premiered the first ever all-inclusive Hard Rock Hotels in Mexico and Dominican Republic, as well as the first ever Hard Rock Golf Clubs. Now we've expanded our brand. We've added in Eden Rock Miami Beach, Nobu Miami Beach, as well as luxury all-inclusive Unico 2087. I am joined today by the very special Carolise Felipe. Carolise, how you doing? Blushing now. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great to have you on here. Uh, if you don't know Carolise, she is the director. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's right, of <laughs> weddings and romance here um, at AIC Hotel Group for North America. And, it, you know, how long have you been with the company now? Nine years in December. Nine years. You started off in the weddings department. In weddings department, about eight months. And then I became a BDM, Florida, Alabama, Mississippi. Wait, you had Al- I don't have Alabama. Yeah, well, road tide. <laughs> and, uh, and then from there, you just moved on up? Yeah, and then I came back into the office in 2012, I want to say, and began overseeing weddings and pretty much have had the opportunity to take this job to many other areas with the WOW Specialist Training and the launching of Unico and weddings at Eden Rock. So it's never a dull moment, that's for sure. Absolutely. And, and weddings is definitely something I, I, I feel that our hotels, uh, that we excel at. Um, but I feel like one of the questions that you might get from either a bride or, or a travel agent who doesn't have much experience in destination weddings is, why, why would I do a destination wedding? There's two main reasons why people are doing destination weddings these days, and we actually have a funny video that we show. If you've never seen the college humor video, it is a great way to describe it in 10 easy steps of the torture of actually planning a wedding when it's supposed to be the most fun day of your life, and it actually becomes an ordeal where you're even finding yourself in arguments over the color of the cummerbunds. So we definitely try to take that out of the planning process, and I think that that's why most people are choosing destination weddings. It used to really be just two people eloping, and now we're finding our groups are bigger and bigger, and we're seeing that our average weddings are 75 to 90 people, which is really nice when it comes to being a hotel. Honestly, you can invite as many people as you want, your mom's coworkers, your neighbors, <laughs> the people that you don't really talk to, and then the ones that really love you and you want them to be a part of your special day are the ones that come down. No, absolutely, and I think that's uh, definitely, especially, I don't know about everybody else, but for me, my family's huge, so I'm, I'm dreading planning a wedding. There's gonna be yeah. you know, hundreds and hundreds of people there. Yeah, and I mean, now especially, people are so spread out. You have friends that live, I mean, all over your families you know, from up north, so you might not necessarily true, get to true. see them all the time. And being able to have your closest family and friends at a hotel at least three nights, you get to spend all of that time together. And it's a great way to see all of your loved ones, but also mix in with your new family and really get to know them better. So for a, a new travel agent that doesn't really know the process yet, let's kind of give them a breakdown, you know, just, just so that they know the process. So the first thing they would do is they would email the weddings at AICHotelGroup.com and start looking for dates. Correct, yes. 
So we are able to confirm all of the availability. You can either email us or call us. So that's usually the first step. We check all the time we have available and then we get a filled out request form. Can they check online or? We do, we have a calendar now online. The great thing that we've tried to do over the last couple of years is really beef up our website so that most of the information that you need is easily accessible. And something we obviously did a few years ago was make our site mobile. So we know that from analytics, most people are checking from their mobile phone. So we wanna make sure that it's able to work on a mobile device. Okay, awesome. So we have, so once you get there, you get your date and then, um, what's, so what do you do? So you get your date confirmed and then we assign in our office what we call an event consultant and they're there to assist you in the planning process. We are doing introductory phone calls right after you book so that you have the person that you're actually speaking to on the phone. And then we start doing the heavy, heavy planning about seven months prior to the actual wedding date. And then we take full payments 45 days prior, and then we turn it over to the hotel 30 days prior. And that's just on the, the, the wedding portion of it, right? The the collections or their um, it, it, whatever they, they choose to purchase. So the event consultants are working with them on anything that has to do with decor, flowers, lighting, hair appointments, salon appointments, all of those types of things. It's what we're coordinating for the bride and groom um, prior to turning them over to the property. All right, so for, for rooms, they would go through a different channel. They can go through their preferred operators. They can uh, choose whichever avenue they, they'd like. Now, w with that, would you suggest that somebody get a room block or can they just kind of book as they go as people decide to join us? So we 100% recommend the room block option. I think that People or agents are learning more and more that even an 1800 room hotel like Punta Cana can sell out and it most likely will, especially during our high season. So definitely just for the peace of mind of the couple, their entire family and all of their guests, a room block is the way to go. In addition to the issue of you know possible sellout at the property, we have the big controversial topic, which I think has definitely been being brought up by most of the agents out on the field. I'm sure that you know that four letters that I am oh, talking gosh. about. Yeah, I'm very familiar. <laughs> so you're, of course, talking about the MLOS, the minimum length of stays. <laughs> Those are always fun. Uh, but there's a reason. I mean, there's a method to the madness. We, we are always uh, trying to do what's best, not only for our clients, but also, you know, we have to take care of the hotels and the staff and reservations. Um, and I think that, that it, this is a great way to do that by making sure that that our hotel isn't completely empty or over full. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like I say, sometimes everybody's got their bottom line. And, you know, for us, definitely, at least, you know, as our department, it's to fill weddings. And for you, you know, being out on the field is to increase revenue through your agents, but we also have a team that's solely dedicated to increase the occupancy of every single one of our properties. And the minimum length of stays, the way that they work is so that we're ensuring that on the lower days where less people are checking in, we can have those to be more peak days for arrivals instead of, you know, just the Thursday, Friday, Saturday arrivals. So it becomes a big part of our business to kind of try to enforce these days. What's nice is that if you're able to confirm your wedding more ahead of time and your group more ahead of time, then you lock in your group contract with all of the previous 
sort of policies and minimum length of stays that we have in place. So it's definitely ideal for them to book as far ahead as possible and secure that room block. Right. So the earlier you book, the better, not, not only the better deal you're going to get, but the better chance of getting uh, the time frame you want as well. Yeah, less surprises, definitely. I think that I know this is cause for you guys on the field, definitely a lot of extra work for our team here in the office as well. But, you know, you've got someone like Sandy who's here that's able to send you every single date open in, let's say, June of 2020 and tell you if there's any minimum length of stays currently in place. Yeah, and, and also don't be afraid to ask your BDM, any any travel agents out there listening. Your, your BDMs can you know look into these things and we can look at different dates and maybe look at different, uh, different locations, even if something that would be more convenient to your, your couple. Yeah, ideal for us. We never want to turn down any piece of business. And I think between our team on the field and the girls here in the office, everyone's empowered to do what we need to do to secure any piece of business and close that for you. Yeah, so I, I think that part of part of planning a wedding is also these things. These Everybody wants to be sure. Everybody wants to be sure about everything that they're doing. People want to be sure that they're going to get the rooms that they want. People want to be sure they're going to get the locations that they want. And people are going to want to be sure that they're going to get exactly the same quality that they would expect to see you know, here in the States. Um, they want that same quality in, in, in the hotels. And I think that that's definitely something we deliver on um, with all of our different products. I think that for us, it's very important to make sure that we're working with the highest level of vendors in every single destination. And we're able to do that in two ways. One, it's because as a company, we pretty much started the groups and incentives in the destination. So we've been working with these vendors over 20 years. And I think obviously sheer volume is another way to ensure the quality of the items that our vendors provide us because they know that at any point we can pull a contract if the quality is not there. So I think that we're constantly forcing them to be updating their materials, constantly forcing them to be up to date with trends, colors, and then also just what you send us from the field that your agents are sending over or, or what everyone is sending us in from Pinterest or different wedding magazines. That help us helps us send it to our vendors to make sure that they are creating and purchasing the necessary materials. So a bride has all the necessary materials. They know what they want to do. Uh, the next question would be, uh, where are they going to do this thing? Where, What locations are they going to use? So uh, how do you guys assign those locations according to uh, the needs of the hotel and, of course, the needs of the bride and groom? Right. Well, that's a great question, Dan. And I think that, honestly, out of everything that we get asked by our agents, it's probably one of the most controversial topics that we discuss, the assignment of locations. And I think we're very fortunate today that we have Kenya Garcia, the weddings department manager, for the Hard Rock Hotel Riviera Maya currently in-house um, to be able to talk to us a little bit about how we go ahead and assign locations at the property. So as far as us during the planning process, we make sure that we're taking down the client's preferences as far as the locations that they want to be assigned in the future. And Kenny is going to give us a little bit of insight just to how she does that with her team. Yes, and actually it's a really hard part because of course you want to please everyone and um, to get the couples the, the option one, but sometimes it's hard because we, we need to like go all over the operation that day and we 
not only host weddings, we only we also host groups. So we need to have like a balance between the groups um, activities and the weddings activities. And um, let's say that we focus first in the number of guests that the bride and um, the groom is or the couple. We have to focus first um, about the number of guests that the couple is having in their events. Afterwards, we can see if we have an idea about what they're gonna have as a decor in their events, because it's not the same to have like a just uh, tables with a space of dancing or have tables with a dance floor. We will need for sure more space of that. Um, uh, what else? It's very important to see if um, we are also given the um, look and feel about the location they are looking for. So basically we, we, we focus on covering the main necessities that is to feed the group. And then we focus on the preferences because of course our commitment is to have a great event and to um, not mess up with the, you know, the spaces and, and the experience of the guests as well. Yeah, I think that's a great point that not a lot of people consider that depending on the size of the group, you have to think about having two different buffet lines or two different exactly. bars um, opening up so that takes away from the amount of space that you're being able to offer. Yeah, right. And um, and it's um, I recommend to do the, the um, this question to the clients close by the date of the wedding because of course the expectations in the beginning it's always like high, like you're expecting 150, 180, but at the end maybe it's just 90. So close by the date, you have an idea about how many reservations, how many bookings do you already have. So it's like, it's more accurate to know how many people is attending the wedding actually. Correct. I think what a lot of people don't see either for destination weddings is that you're not guaranteeing a food and beverage minimum like you would be doing at a local hotel or at a banquet hall, you know, in your just in your hometown. So we don't know if the number that you're expecting a year and a half or two years before your actual wedding are going to be accurate. So that is why right. we choose to get the final headcount 60 to 45 days prior so we can make sure that we assign right the exact location yes and um it of course is easily when um you like for example on during week we normally have less weddings that on the weekends so of course that's another thing that we can consider that it's gonna be like easy to have or to please the couples if it's during the week. But for weekends, we definitely need more like flexibility about the preferences of the couples and just make sure and, and tell them that for like, for sure they're gonna have something really nice. Like we could make it like already like for four years and nothing has been chaotic. So everyone heard that we need more Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday weddings. You're right. That would be fantastic. <laughs> um, I think it's important too to mention that, especially at a property like Riviera Maya, the views on all of our locations are pretty much the same. Yeah. And that's what most of them are very. It's very important to them to make sure that the view where their ceremony is being held and all of those beautiful, perfect pictures. Yes. Is going to be their ideal. Yeah, because we actually have over twenty venues with ocean view because all of them are outside and plaza we have the commission center so they can have a variety of locations with the same look and feel explain to everybody the concept of the carajillo in a mexican <laughs> wedding the concept of the carajillo it's like well 
I will explain it in my way. <laughs> For me, it's uh, something that is not very strong, but definitely would keep you awake because it's um, liquid with coffee. So it's soft, but it will wake, uh, keep you awake for just party long. <laughs> Perfect. So one of the things that I run into a lot uh, with my agents is th there's generally two frames of mind when it comes to weddings. You have the agent who needs to know every detail. They need to be involved with every step of every process, which is great. And then you also have some agents who are, I book the rooms, you guys do the weddings. So can you talk a little bit about the process that, that goes into that? So I think for us, definitely a strength as a hotel company is our planning process and the teams that we have set in place to be able to help clients from the beginning to the end. And I think with the girls here, at least in the office, the event consultants, they've already worked with most of these agents, so they know how they like to manage the expectations of their clients. So we definitely have the agent that solely is in contact with the client and is passing all the information on to us. We have the agents that want to be just there intermediately, so copied on any correspondence just in right. case. And then we also have the type of travel agent that wants to be hands off when it comes to the wedding planning. And we're able to manage all three of those expectations for the agent as well as the couple. And I think the turnover process as well to the hotel at the amount of time that we're able to do so allows the on-site team to be able to concentrate on the weddings that are coming up and that need right. the most you know hand-holding and necessary assistance yeah exactly and actually well in order to accomplish that like our team in Rivera Maya it's about nine coordinators that of course will be there as much as they need some, sometimes um, travel agents are worried about um, how we're gonna handle the day of the wedding with the with the bride or with the couple. So just make sure that as well we know that some of the couples will more um, needy or will have more requests or they have more details on the on the wedding that will need more attention. So if it is necessary, we work from day to night. So that's not a big deal and it's um, it's just about to have this communication and to to come well to communicate us the, the profile or the type of couple that we're getting so we can like have a better or an accurate customer service so that's and but that's for us it's not a big deal since we are used to work long and hard <laughs> I think that's very important what you just said especially about the personality aspect of it. So mm -hmm. you have specific coordinators that you assign to certain brides, would you say? Mm, no, actually, because we don't know the brides until we got to know her. So that's very funny because everybody could think that we know the couples and we assign depending on the couples, but no, actually we did not. But I believe that's something in the universe, so I don't know how to call it, but um, every on-site coordinator get a specific type of profile and that's something that I cannot explain but actually between us when we're like joking on the office is like magical how um for example there is the on-site that gets like the more demanding or needy or there is the on-site that um got get the most relaxed and fun and cool and I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just assign depending on the agenda and that comes out. 
All right. Well, uh, thank you, Kenya, so much for joining us, coming all the way from Riviera Maya here to visit us on the This Job Sucks podcast. So uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for inviting me. And I can do this often, if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on down to Miami. We'll uh, exactly. we'll do this all the time. <laughs> thank right, you. Again, thank you. Now that we're coming to a close here, Carolise, is something I ask of all of our uh, our different uh, staff members that join us on the podcast. So, I, I, tell me, tell me a story. Tell me your this job sucks story. So, I want to talk about maybe some of the crazy wedding stories that we have. Okay, there's definitely a lot of great ones. I mean, definitely when the bride asks you to put it into her contract that it's not going to rain on her wedding day, and you pause a second and just kind of want to transfer her to Mother Nature. So, <laughs> yes, Mother Nature here. Uh. <laughs> so I know that, that, that agents can relate to this. So I want to give one that is about positive thinking and just putting it out there in the universe. And you can do that and it will come to you. You know those popular dates that we have? So the 11, 11, 11s, 12, 12, 12s. Well, this one is about the infamous 10, 10, 10. And we had just started in the wedding industry at our um, office, and we had a bride that was dead set on having this wedding date. And we said, okay, we have it available. We have the 6 p.m. available. And she sends over the wedding request form, and there's one very important piece of information on there missing, and that's the groom's name. So we asked her and she told us that she did not have one at this time. That was in 2008 when she reserved oh. this date. The day came and she got married. And I wish that we could follow up with her and see if they're still married. I like to think so. Oh my gosh. More of that Absolutely. positivity. She put it out there and she made it happen. So that's all it takes, folks. Just so. positive thinking. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, now I want to turn the tables over on you because you recently did something to incorporate your incorporate yourself into the wedding industry yes yes i did yeah. um so i am now an ordained minister so any of you agents out there that are looking for a minister for a for a wedding i can help you out i took a very rigorous course and by that i mean i signed up online Perfect. Uh, and now i have <laughs> a certificate, certificate? <laughs> so anybody who needs a, a minister i got gotcha. you so is it a very special wedding that we have coming up that you Decided to become a man of the cloth. Well, you know, act, I am I am officiating a wedding upcoming, but it does not have any. Uh, you know, it, this is symbolic. The one I'm 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 officiating. It's actually of our good friends uh, Danielle and her fiance Ben. So congratulations to them. Okay. So uh, I think if you if you want to, you know, reiterate on the this job sucks part of it that you know after all these years we've become such good friends that a BDM would ask you, a fellow BDM, to ordain their wedding. Yeah, I'm very excited to do that. I mean, I was really honored when she asked me, and it, it's going to definitely be a good time. We're headed down to Unico yes. 2087, so um, look out for those pictures, and you're going to see... There will be lots of those. Oh, yeah, definitely going to be up there. I, I have, I've been writing this ceremony for about six months. So far, I have welcome. Yep, perfect. That's a good start. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Carolise. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And now we're going to hop over onto a phone call with Colin Cowie. Colin Cowie is a South African lifestyle guru, television personality, author, interior designer, and party planner, as well as being the designer of all of our wedding collections. So let's see how Colin's doing. 
I'm very good, thank you. Always good to speak with you. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you for asking. Uh, it, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I've met you a few times at our WOW Specialist program, and uh, it, it's, always, it's always an honor to learn a little bit about you. But for those of you who haven't, for, for those of our agents who have not met you yet, can you just give us a little bit of uh, background about yourself? Well, I'm in the business of love, and as you know, love never goes out of style. Uh, I've been designing, planning, and producing weddings for the last 30 plus years. I've done weddings around the world from the small wedding on the beach for 20 people to the $25 million extravaganzas in the Middle East and everything in between. And I never get tired of a, of, of a wedding because, as I said, love never goes out of style. There's always something new. There's always great new trends coming down the line. It's a very exciting business. Um, and the interesting thing is that every time I work, I get to meet interesting people. I get to learn new ways to do things. And I'm super excited about my project, which is, I think, going on now for year number seven or eight with Hard Rock and our WOW program. And and we have absolutely loved everything that you've done with us. It's been beautiful. I mean, everything from the first collections to our, our newest ones. Can you tell me a little bit about the, the new collections, the, the newest ones that we have rolled out? Uh, what inspired those? So for the new collections, I wanted to do something that spoke to different personalities. And we know very well that our brides want to choose from a smart selection of the intelligent things put in front of them so they can make their own choices so it really does become their own personified wedding. So we have everything from our glamorous gold, which speaks to that very bold, smart, confident girl who knows exactly what she wants. I love the fact that we can dress it up and we can dress it down. You can add beautiful red flowers and make it bold and dramatic, or you can do it with the white flowers and make it soft and romantic. I love the idea of being able to add fabric to them, being able to add chandeliers. So everything was designed for each collection to be like a wardrobe that the bride gets to choose from. And then we did this beautiful driftwood chic using a piece of what looks like a, a, a driftwood tree and it has this asymmetrical appeal to it, which also allows us to use fabric or flowers or garland. This is more kind of like the anthropology bride, which is kind of fun and, and, and uh, interesting for someone who's a little bit more earthy and wants something that's grounded. But I love the fact that we juxtaposition that with a metallic fabric in the tablecloth and uh, with beautiful sparkling, glittery starfish and candles on the table. It, and our final one, which is, oh, you know, which is the, the, the last one, okay, the last one gives us the idea of doing something that's completely floating and clear and iridescent and picks up the sun. So I think we've got three distinct different wardrobes that speak to three different personalities. And one of the things that I love about them is you can you can customize each individual one in, in a different way, whether it's just changing colors or flowers. So it definitely speaks to every bride, you know, no matter no matter if it's your first wedding, your second wedding, a vow renewal. You know, there's a taste there's a taste for everyone. Now, yeah. um, and, 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 and I think the most important thing today is flexibility and and the ability for the bride to make her own personal statement of style and be able to choose and make selections from a smart group of great product that we put in front of her and edited and curated for her. 
Now, uh, with with that, you know, you've certainly you've certainly established yourself as as an expert. You've differentiated yourself from many of the other planners that are in the industry. Uh, with our travel agents, of course, they're always trying to figure out ways to differentiate themselves, especially in the destination wedding market. Do you have any tips for them on on how they can differentiate themselves? Whether it's a simple decoration in the office or a tactic they can use in sales. You know, I think the most important thing today is we know. All of our areas of, of business are very over-assorted, overproduced, too much choice. So the big key is how do we stand out in a crowd? That's the big key, because we're not the only game in town offering our beautiful wild wow weddings. There are other people offering similar products, maybe not as nice and glamorous as ours. So I think that for me, the big thing for the wild wow specialist is customer service. When that bride calls or that bride emails, you need to respond within an hour. Within 45 minutes to an hour, with an email, I like to pick up the phone and call someone if there's a number and, you know, and make an, a, a personal connection. That is a, probably the most important thing. And it's something that I use in my business today. And we work harder today to close projects than we did five and 10 years ago. And one of the things we do is make sure that we are the first person. When that inquiry comes in, we respond immediately. So it's all about timing. And the interesting thing is I've just given you a tip that doesn't cost one cent. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, to close it out, uh, you know, one of the things that we, we always talk about in the reason the podcast is named This Job Sucks is because we've had some amazing, amazing moments, you know, working in, the, in a great industry. So could you give me an example of, of a moment where everything was so great that you just can say, you know what, this job sucks? Oh, my God, there's so many of them. I've so many times I pinch myself and think, is this real? I mean, is this really amazing? Are we doing this? And there's so many events. When I think back on Oprah Winfrey's Legends Ball, there was a moment we gave every one of the, our, 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 our legends and the young ones, we gave them 10 carat diamond earrings. I mean, that's pretty over the top. I remember doing a wedding in the Middle East where we charged five 747 jumbo jets to find all the flowers, equipment, and materials that we needed. They spent $25 million. It was like $5 million an hour. Uh, I remember doing the opening of Palm Island, Dubai, which to this day is still the largest fireworks show in the history of pyrotechnics. Oh. But the wedding that I'm most focused on is the next one, because I think everybody, everybody wants to know that. Absolutely. Colin, thank you so much for joining us uh, on the This Job Sucks podcast. And Do you have any uh, parting words for our travel agents listening? Yes, have a wonderful Christmas, and let's get ready for a big wild year in 2019. Thanks, Colin. And thank all of you for listening to the This Job Sucks podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like, share with your friends, and follow us on Facebook at This Job Sucks podcast, Instagram, This Job Sucks podcast, and Twitter at AIC This Job Sucks. Big shout out to Alex Nemesis for the music and the mixing, and remember, this job sucks.